I would like to take a moment to give a special shout out to the sponsor for this episode, Sake Hai, the most delicious sake you've ever tasted. Shout out Sake Hai, and thank you very much. Wow, guys, we have probably the most interesting podcast episode <laughs> that we've ever recorded. Not only because we've got an extra special guest, but also we're in this banging hot tub. Uh, so, without further ado, let's go ahead and introduce the crew. First up, we have... Yo, it's your boy Atticus, a.k.a. Kevin, a.k.a. Lab the Rat, a.k.a. One Man in the Tub. Savvy Sev, Cash Money, Sev the Savage. You already know, it's your boy Q, coming with that heat every single dipped podcast episode. And oh my gosh, we have this episode's very special guest. Please introduce yourself. Hi, I'm Polly Tropica, and I'm so honored to be here and so happy to be doing Dipped Podcast in the hot tub. Yeah. Hey. Wow. I love that. Uh, whose creative idea was this? We've got a lot of like visionary. <laughs> nice. Colors. We were still chatting. And I don't know. I was like, that would be really nice. This, yeah. I was talking about how like culturally like hot tubs and spas are. Well, I think it was like. Usually we take our guests, kind of put them in an atmosphere that is like, uh, that best resembles like their vibe and who they are. And I know Polar does a lot of like aquatic things. She's like, hey, what if we do a pool? What if we do a hot tub? What about like this tea room? And then we kind of just like played with the ideas. And then I, I think I sent the idea to you guys. And you're like, what do you want to do, Kevin? I'm like, it'll be fun. It's, you know, let's just try it. Yeah, you know? yeah. So for anyone freaking out over the electronics around the, yeah. the hot tubs, Sorry, you're not kid. alone. My <laughs> this might asleep. be our last podcast. Well, I, <laughs> <laughs> nah, I think we mastered yeah. it. We got this. this. Yeah. We're, 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 we're doing all our podcasts and hot tubs from now on. Yeah, yeah. We are, we are now the, 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 the pod tub cast. Yeah. yeah. Damn. So. Um, Polar, I'm sure there's not a lot of people who have had a chance to learn about your story. Um, tell us a little bit about what you do for those who do not know. Of course, I mostly write music for my rock band called Polar Tropica, oh. but we also make a lot of music videos. I write music for films and I just love performing and making, you know, short skits with friends and Fine. taking photos. I don't know, anything. I, yeah. love, I love it all. Real creative. Um, would you say that because I, as I was, you know, you know, doing our research, I was going through your catalog, kind of watching music videos, just kind of checking, scoping out everything you do. Would you say that was music the original kind of like driving force behind your creativity? Like, was that the initial draw? And then you kind of opened up into all these other, you know, visual realms and whatnot? Or was it or have you always kind of been like a really creative person with like a spread of interests? totally what a great question you know the music was i think my first love but then as a kid i played a lot of classical music Ooh. but even that's very visual you know you can always see like people like dancing in the court while they're while they're yeah so like mozart or whatnot mm. and then um i started getting into like pop music and music videos i loved watching music videos growing up i could just sit there and watch them for hours it just felt like a whole little world around a song it was so perfect so um yeah so it all kind of went together and i've always loved fashion and visuals are so powerful for me how you can like see something or even like 
but also like smells and food and just like all experiences mm. they all like really excite me so but i would say maybe music is the one that kind of um i feel like kind of holds it together for me mm. it, that's like always like the soundtrack to whatever is happening mm. it's like the core basically yeah yeah and so you said you did classical music that's cool that you mentioned that actually because mm. like as i was creeping <laughs> I saw you playing all these different instruments, and yeah. I was like, that's really dope. She actually, like, I've seen you on, like, piano. I saw uh, you had one post on Instagram where you're playing, like, one particular, I don't even know what the, the instrument was the called. Omnicore. The Omnicore. The Omnicore. Yeah. yeah I love oh. that thing. So uh, tell us more about, I guess, your journey getting into music. Not even yeah. as far as writing, but, like, just playing instruments and all that. Sure, I was really lucky. My parents started me playing piano mm. really young and then I got really into trumpet because I love like me like powerful melodies, mm. like like Jurassic Park, you know, yeah. like da da yeah, yeah. <laughs> I loved, but that's always like a horn, you know? Yeah. And so I played in like marching band, jazz bands, like all the bands oh. with the trumpet. And yeah. honestly, like piano really helped. And I think when you're, as a kid, if you're good at something because you have like a leg up because you already understand it yeah. just makes you want to do it more yeah. and then after that i started playing with like synthesizers and bands mm -hmm. and i've dabbled with guitar and like and the omnicord is something that um i was supposed to play a song at a friend's wedding in mm -hmm. europe Ooh. or in england yeah my good friend sam and she i didn't know i wanted to bring something that wasn't like a keyboard that but something like contained Smaller. that battery powered yeah. that could just play by itself yeah. it was in a church and so i played um Nobody does it better, like from yeah. 007 yeah. on the Omnicord <laughs> in like uh, the wedding and and people like saying, it was such a good experience. Wow. Happy memory. Hey. Nice. So from playing instruments, like did the writing come naturally as just like a component of playing the instruments? Or like, how is that? Cause like you, cause there's people who will pick up instruments or they'll you know maybe they'll they've played in church or they'll play for xyz but not everyone makes the decision to uh define themselves as an artist and kind of pursue this particular path so i guess my question is what kind of got you on that pathway from just going beyond i really enjoy music and i like playing instruments right. too like making this really intentional decision of mm -hmm. like i'm gonna actually kind of take this to the next phase for sure. I was always playing, like making up songs as a kid, like in the style of whatever I was learning. So I remember mm. if it was like classical, I make like little melodies and little counterpoints and things like that. And I even like would orchestrate stuff when I started playing orchestras. So Whoa. I think it was really natural. I think whatever like I'm kind of interested in or I'm into, and I, I don't know, I, I can somehow put myself in that world and make my mm. own version of it, if that mm. makes sense. And then because I like all this random stuff. It just mm. becomes this like combination. But I also have like an appreciation for the structure of composition. Mm. Like I really like when there's like motifs and like mm. parts that repeat and it, it's like pleasing and it makes mm. sense and it's in a nice package. And so I think that's just perfect for like songwriting mm. too because yeah, I just like it when things are packaged nicely. It's like, oh, there's a bridge, and then uh, you're getting ready for the chorus. So yeah, I yeah. always love that, because there's that in classical music, too. And so yeah. it's really natural. Yeah. That's pretty dope. Um, and also, just make sure you're talking directly into yeah, the Yeah, of course. Thing. <laughs> I'm, I'm closer. Right. All right, cool, cool. Just double checking. Um, so 
were you in like high school when you were like, all right, I'm going to pursue this? Or I'm kind of just like curious about like the stages of growth to becoming Polar Tropica. <laughs> I think it was, yeah, partially in high school, I started getting to like watching bands mm-hmm. or like he, Muse actually kind of caught my ear mm. because they have a combination of like their prog rock has a lot of classical elements in it mm-hmm. and they go so hard and the mm-hmm. solos are so epic <laughs> it's so mm-hmm. but that got me into like looking back at their performances and wanting to make my own band mm-hmm. and so I started I started trying to do that mm-hmm. and um, yeah I'd play in like battle the bands and mm-hmm. try to get people together you know That's mobilizing cool. that was Build kind of the band. like come on like, come on like play they you want to make a band yeah, yeah. Like that was like such, I had an image in my head of how I wanted to look and um, yeah, that's how it started. Wow. <laughs> How's that process of like, you know, like you appreciate, so you like the way that things are packaged and you have like a vision for how you like want to like execute things. Mm-hmm. How's that like process been for you? Like with time, you know, just so like you have an idea, idea to execution, like idea to reality, yeah. like how's that been over the years and have you found like you know things that make it easier or people or for sure so over time I feel like I've gotten better and uh, more practical maybe about how to make something happen like if you're gonna make a song you need to record it but you need to be engineered properly and then mixed and then mastered and then that's not it right you still have to have it Mm. you know a release plan and all this stuff and I think when I first started I just kind of dove into it and I was like working at like five jobs in Los Angeles like <laughs> just trying to figure out how to do it all and um over time it's gotten better it's gotten it's gotten easier in one sense but I don't know there's something about when you first start out and there's no limits in your mind you mm. know I think now sometimes I do I try not to but I get bogged down by oh sh- if we're gonna do this production how much is this going to be or how this is, you know, hard, but you know, in reality, like, like us doing this podcast on a hot tub, like anything's possible. Mm-hmm. Like if you really just think about it, what you want to look at, how you want to be, there's, there's a lot of ways to make things that aren't conventional. So if you can just open your mind to that, the possibilities, and you never know who you're going to meet. You said like, you know, people, if you meet the right creative people, they're on the same wavelength can do a lot creatively with very little that's like the most valuable thing if you find the people that you vibe with or you guys can both like throw around ideas like a lot of my music videos it's not just me it's the director that was like we should do this or the dp that's like wow we can do this and too so a lot of factors going to i think i'm getting better and it's always an adventure yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's one thing i would say is um just as i was going through your music and just the presentation of everything it seems like you've got like a really confident direction mm. like this Thank you. it's pretty uh like the consistency like even from i was like checking out shit from like 2019 you know <laughs> and like you've said you've like refined things but it always seems like that kind of vision of where you wanted to take it has been there and it just seems like it's getting more refined and focused what inspired you to kind of create 
this particular world, like you said, even watch, you know, like that's one thing you loved about music videos was like kind of the world building and what that would put you in. I, it seems like you're doing that pretty well, even like the, just the consistency Thanks. across all your channels from the artwork to just your personal style to the music. What inspired that so for you to choose this lane and be like, I want to do this? I think when like growing up, it was kind of a very structured life mm. for me and kind of a conservative, like really traditional um, Asian American oh. upbringing, which was, I really appreciate it was really great. But I guess I always like had these fantastical thoughts <laughs> of like colors. Yeah. I don't know, being yeah. living this yeah. crazy, like, um, or not crazy, but just like very abundantly mm -hmm. joyful, mm. vibrant life in, um, what was actually possible and I think I think also playing in a lot of the bands and orchestras is also very structured there's a lot of rules on what you wear what you can't wear mm. what you can't play like you can't smile too much you know you're ch yeah. and so so when I had Polar Topic I was like wow this is my chance uh, like to just like, do anything I can go crazy you know I can make everyone wear pink like oh, <laughs> I can like have like sparklers on stage yeah. and like you know inflatables and it yeah. can look as crazy as I want to and the cool thing is that I feel like because I did that, it's encouraging other people mm. that they can also, they don't have to just do what seems like the indie rock thing is yeah. to do. Like to, you know, wear this kind of paint, like look cool mm -hmm. and not, like you can make it look however you want, mm -hmm. <laughs> really. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. Are there people that inspire you as you may do to others by just kind of truly like being themselves and, um, yeah, doing what they kind of want, thinking outside the box. Do you have like mentors or people, yeah, artists or? <laughs> yeah, most definitely. I feel like when Lady Gaga came out, that was so inspiring to me how she just, her bow was so big. <laughs> and like, I remember hearing stories of how she would like bring her own like, like smoke, like fog machine wherever she went and just like make her own vibe. <laughs> like she would just bring it around. And I did, I started doing that. I would bring it to venues. A portable fog machine. I had a portable fog machine, but I went to this radio station at UC Irvine, I think, KX. I forget which one, but we actually set off the fire alarm uh, yeah, because yeah, like, yeah. because the smoke, it yeah. was not the it's, smoke, but it's, it's the air it's is sediment, clear. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like or something. So, you know, that oh. after that, I'm like a little more careful, but yeah. <laughs> she like really inspired me to, yeah. And mm. I'm trying to think of other artists, but, but even like Muse that how, like mm. how he doesn't hold back. Some people might be like, why are you playing so many notes? Or like, mm. why is it so crazy sounding you know but it's like i i love that like push the limit like yeah. why not make it crazier yeah <laughs> that's cool as i was listening um so just and you can correct me if i'm wrong but like for my ears it sounded like what i hear when i'm hearing your music is like a a blend of like a beach house and tame impala with like a little mm -hmm. dash of like gorillas because you have some punch in there um Thick what how would you describe your sound and then what kind of led you especially coming from orchestras or classical music like what kind of led you to developing this particular sound because it is i mean it's pretty distinct it seems like you like like i was saying even listening to stuff from like four years ago it, it's like mm. you you kind of have like a very like a consistent lane that you've just been kind of building up on um, what made you decide to go that route as opposed to just like, oh, 
I'm gonna do some death metal or something. <laughs> <laughs> For sure, I I think I wanted to do rock, but I also wanted to be dreamy, and yeah. so I always say it's like space rock. Mm. It feels kind of ethereal yeah. and out there, and um, yeah, I I think you had a good vibe. And then as I've gotten older, I feel like I've because when I was younger, I was listening to a lot of like rock and like mm. fast stuff, and. I don't know if it's just like the stress of the world or Los Angeles. Mm. I started listening to a lot of Beach House, uh, and I was yeah. like, I was like, this is so calming. <laughs> I'm like in traffic, but like, yeah. I like my heart rate's going down, and yeah. so I think for <laughs> the tens on fire, right. you're just like, I'm in traffic, but you know, Hawaiian right. music or something. Right, you're yeah. you're in like Hawaii, so yeah. music can transport you. Oh. So I was, I think I started trying to write music like this is what I would want to listen to coming home from a long day mm -hmm. you know versus like w like something that's Random. like super like like hard or yeah, you know true. which has a place for that i have like i have like rock songs too that yeah. serve that purpose mm -hmm. but overall i don't know i'm just like about i just want to create a good vibe for yeah. people you know ultimately yeah yeah that's interesting yeah as i was listening i was like even though you kind of have like your your sound, there's a range within that sound. Mm -hmm. It was like yeah. dreamy and then like mm -hmm. this kind of rock or sometimes like, mm -hmm. you know, you just have like an energy, you have like a, a dreaminess and then sometimes there's like this, so it's, it's pretty fun, the, the contrast, but then also it's still sounding like, you know, your sound. So. Uh, thank you. Yeah, I love exploring, you know, mm -hmm. that's a good like point. I, I've gotten to points where I'm like, oh, I like, I want to explore I want to write a song about dungeons. Yeah, that's you know, great. or like I want to now. I want to write a song about like I want to write a sports song because <laughs> I wanted to write like a theme song for like the soccer, the girls' oh, soccer team. Nice. So I wrote, "Do you want to play?" You know, because I was like, uh, "What would be a song like people uh, would want to like run out on yeah. the field too?" Yeah. That's like, I don't know, like flirty but fun. Yeah, fierce. Uh, <laughs> I kept imagining like your music, like like in movies or commercials mm. like the sound of it i was like it sounds like it could be like yeah like yeah like an nba like ad or like some you know like yeah so like going back to like i guess like you're because you're you're trained classically there's like certain like you're saying there's certain like packages and notes that kind of resemble like you know sports or kind of like movies and stuff like that when you put yourself in those like imaginative like situations do you have like a repertoire of like like sounds and kind of things that you like pick from? Yeah, sort of, definitely. I think there's references, right? Yeah, it's yeah. just like when, okay, so for example, like Jurassic Park, you, when you're when you're coming in to the mm -hmm. park, there's there's always like a swell, mm -hmm. you know, or like a, something like gentle and it comes mm -hmm. up or like for sports, I always like, I started DJing and so like, you know, Tiesto's like remix of mm -hmm. like Paypass, like there's certain songs that make you feel away and it's undeniable. You can mm -hmm. just like feel it. So I think Michael is always like, how can I make that feeling? How can mm. I like create that for other people, mm. you know, and myself? And that's that's the like most fun challenge for me. That's cool. Do you find do you find yourself like for example, you just mentioned that you created the song, was it uh Let's Play or Oh, do you wanna play? Do you wanna play? Yeah. And your idea or the inspiration was for, you know, like a, a soccer team. Do you find yourself creating songs based around wanting to build an energy around a moment or is i guess what what inspires the the sound creation like is it more like oh i could see this applied to this and so i'll make a song about it or is it more so uh 
I'm just want to write about this today. Yeah, that one's interesting because um, somebody, a producer, made the beat and then wanted to work together, and then the beat just felt so fun. And I was like, I, I was listening to some K-pop at the time yeah. too, and I was like, wow, this would be so cool as that. So it wasn't like I came up with that at first, but then sometimes to finish the song and have it cohesive, yeah. you have to kind of make a story in your mind yeah. of like what, what is, what is the the theme of this or what does it like look like you know more than and then you go into the sound and mm. i i think that's how i like to do it then you can like get into that world you know yeah. and um yeah yeah that one was so fun but it's always different then i have other ones where I, i'll see a situation or i'll like, oh i'm gonna write about like that like my friends break up or something you know uh, yeah. I was like i was like <laughs> she's going it. through it <laughs> well yeah goes, i'll be like wow i really like feel what they're going through and mm-hmm. i i was like crystal ramen you know i was like seeing them struggle i was like but it's so beautiful like their their friendship and their the all the friends around them like how how do i make this into a song about like like an ending you know and how hard they try to stay together or something like that you yeah. know or just yeah something like that but then under the dream pop. <laughs> so yeah. You're not hearing the struggle. You're just like, it's just like absorbing the beauty of the whatever experience. The experience. What's been like, um, would you say it's been one of the more challenging aspects of like really becoming an artist and presenting yourself to the world? What's been like uh, maybe something that has been more challenging than you would expect? have expected when you initially set out? I guess I always knew it was going to be challenging, but the industry is pretty brutal. Um, but that's kind of to be expected, you know? And, and I always try to remind myself, like, every job is hard, you know? And so I think just the lack of consistency doesn't lead to, like, having peace of mind and mm. grounding to make, like, as, like, a fertile ground to make your art always. Mm. It's a, There's always a bit of a... Sh- but I don't know. Sometimes it makes it better. Mm. Yeah, you know. Like, like, if it was too easy, would it... Would it? Would you yeah. have that yeah. yeah, would it be that good? Would it have that great? Or would you push that hard, mm. you know? I think about that sometimes, like... Yeah, I think for actors or art, different artists, sometimes... You know, even moving to L.A. from San Diego, where I went to school, I was like... I was like, life is just too nice in San Diego. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was, like, eating tacos and taking naps and surfing. Yeah. Like, what am I going to write yeah. about? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, I need to be, like, in a dark room. Yeah. <laughs> like, with some kind of a uncomfort, yeah. you know? <laughs> to, to, like, write something that has a little bit of something, meaning... I guess, that, you know, but there's, like, artists that write about surfing, and yeah. it's great music, too. I don't know. Yeah. Just for your pr- creative process, personally. Yeah. Do you think it's uh, easier to, like, to be experiencing, or maybe it's both, I don't know, but, like, to be, like, ex- like an artist that feels that they have to, like, experience it to, like, write about it? Or are you constantly kind of looking for inspiration? Or is it all uh, all the above? <laughs> I think... I think it's so important to to be able to be genuine in your art to either not that you have to experience experience it firsthand but just have some sort of empathetic like way to be able to feel what people are feeling and I think watching movies is a good example of like you know when when a film is like well made and it like makes you cry or you can just feel Mm -hmm. the intensity of what people are doing like I think as long as you can see that and then 
and then transmuted into like whatever your form of art is. You know, people do that. So I'm actually not always like looking for inspiration. It just kind of hits you, you know, as so you'll be like doing something, you'll be like, wow, I really want to write a song. Yeah. <laughs> like I, this, you know, uh, <laughs> I get that a lot when I'm eating food. I'm like, yeah. dang, <laughs> <laughs> so good. I need, I need to write a song I gotta about write this. <laughs> About this, the mango sticky yeah. rice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's tight. <laughs> you kind of have to give yourself credit for like having the awareness, though, of like, because like it's easy to just like live life and experience mm. things, but to be like, to be aware enough to be like, oh. That's and then you know keep like stored in your brain or something like or take a note. I don't know how you like. Yeah. Having your like antennas <laughs> open yeah. for you know, just being in that headspace as a creator. Yeah. Like when you get that like moment of inspiration, do you like? I gotta write this down. I gotta sidetrack. Like how do I? How do you like? Deposit that into your memory bank rather than just like letting it like go like a fleeting mm -hmm. kind of moment. Yeah, I, I think when you feel it, you really know or like. Mm. Sometimes it's always good for us artists to also have deadlines, right? Mm -hmm. So, for example, like Give Them Hell is about like, um, it's, it's also called Serial Killer Slayer and it was inspired by a documentary on 2020 about the Yosemite serial killer, yeah. and Carrie Stainer. And I remember being just so annoyed at this documentary because they kept talking about his childhood and how like people should feel sorry for him, all of that. But, but then when they got to the victims, which were these like amazing women that he killed, like they would just glaze over them like they didn't matter. Yeah. And that really hurt me. You know, as a femme, yeah. I was like, that sucks. Like you could have a whole family be doing amazing mm -hmm. things and people would just focus on this like turd, you know? Mm -hmm. yeah. and, then, <laughs> and then like, I had to write like a, a angry song for this um, rock like premiere that mm -hmm. my friend Yoko, oh, yeah, um, yeah. I, I like wrote all the songs for this film, Lexical Gap. And so the premiere, I, I didn't want to just play normal polytropic songs. I was like, I'm going to I'm gonna do some rock and roll right now, like some punk rock. And so that song I wrote in like, I wrote in like 30 minutes. Oh, wow. And, um, but then I pulled from like, I was like, okay, you remember how you felt? Like, I'm going to write about, I'm going to write about that. Cause like, fuck him. And then, but then I was also <laughs> really inspired. Actually, the song is not inspired by him. It's inspired by the, the last victim that he had. Um, she she was just like packing her car and he was actually on his way to kill someone else like his girlfriend his girlfriend's daughter or something but he like passed her and she was like going out for a trip with her friends wow. she was packing her car and the thing is that he he just like you know pulled a gun on her and then tried to like oh. tie her up and do but the thing that they talked about was that she was so strong she kept fighting back yeah. and like he confessed everything later because I think they were really nice to him when they caught him and he just like told everything. But she, he, he couldn't do anything with her because she kept fighting back and she just like was so strong that he like duct taped her, even like her eyes, sh everything and put her in the car to dump her. And she even broke out of the car wow. somehow with duct tape on her. So the song like is a complete like ode to her badassness mm -hmm. and like just a reminder like, yeah, if you're in a situation, Sometimes you just have a few seconds and you fight back. And because mm -hmm. that she fought back, um, he got caught because yeah. it made a mess. Like his yeah. DNA was everywhere. Like her shit, you know, it wasn't like, and because of her, like he can kill anyone else. Yeah. So she's yeah. a fucking hero. So yeah, that song yeah. is like dedicated to her. Wow. Um, I think her name's Joey. And like, uh, you know, so that, that was like the inspiration for the song. But then I got really into like boxing because of that. It just kind of takes over my world. Yeah. I like, I get so into it. I'm just like, Oh my God, I got to get strong. <laughs> <laughs> I want my friends to start taking boxing. Yeah. I want to build a crew. 
Yeah. <laughs> You're like taking turns, like like, all right, you duct tape me now. I'm gonna break. Yeah, this. yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, we, yeah. We, we, got, we gotta be prepared we gotta for this. The whole guys. squad. Like, <laughs> ready for today's training. Well, yeah. <laughs> come on, come on, come on. One more yeah, time. Yeah, one more time. Fight, Mac. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, actually, during the AP, I hate stuff. That's yes. that that's that uh -huh. the song came through because I was like, okay. oh, I was like, oh, we gotta learn how to fight back. Yeah. In other ways, you know, like maybe not put yourself in danger, but like. Yeah distract or like yeah. find a way to just not look away yeah something's going on thing uh as you have been releasing music and putting yourself out there um because i feel like being an artist and being a creative in any field putting your work out there putting yourself out there is a vulnerable space to be in mm -hmm. uh was that scary for you initially um releasing music or sharing yourself as like i i want to be this artist um or were you always kind of comfortable with that um i mean yes and no i think my parents are so strict and brutal like I, it gave me really thick skin mm. i'm glad for that thank you mom mm. and dad but like <laughs> just like if people you know say things like, i think ultimately i know that it doesn't matter mm. as long as I'm being authentic to myself. For and there real? are times where it's rough because they're like, oh, if you did this, this would sell better. This would this would this mm. and this would that. But I don't know if people even know what they're talking about, because at the end of the <laughs> day, you still have to like ha have your own voice or you'll just sound like everybody else. And mm. you might be successful for a little bit. But you're if you want to be like, you know, like like look at Queen and like Lady they didn't they weren't copying any. They had inspiration, but they weren't like just copying everyone else to do what everyone else is doing mm. you know maybe they're taking inspiration and making it better but like i think there's something to be said for just like patience and keeping your eye on the long game and not burning out <laughs> just yeah. like finding the right people to work with you know Real. Mm. have you been uh you've had moments of like the burnout like specifically with music like sharing you know oh definitely yeah sometimes with health it's just hard to the schedule can be really grueling and like I I I'm not always the best at taking care of myself because I get so like caught up in doing what I'm doing or hustling and stuff you know I think I'm not alone in that no way but um after a while it, it does catch up to you yeah you know, not sleeping I, I've gotten sick a few times where I, I just had to like but that's like your body saying you are forced to take a break mm -hmm. you cannot do anything more for like a little bit and um I think more and more I'm I'm getting better about just like not going so hard like going a hard in different ways like yeah. not you know trying to get more sleep and trying nice. i like don't need that much sleep but <laughs> i think i could use yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you think you don't need that much sleep. I know, right? 45 minutes is fine, it's fine. <laughs> i literally like two three hours everyone's like you're up i'm like two, three hours. i'm ready to go <laughs> wow it's okay i charge on usbc <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah i just plug it in i charge on boba <laughs> What'd you just eat? Energy boba, Ener Red Bull and boba. boba. So, do you think you're you're kind of becoming a little bit more aware mm. before you're hitting that burnout? Like you start seeing the signs a little bit better, and you're like, oh, I think maybe I need to like slow it down. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Like going at my own pace and just like taking time to, yeah, like eat away from my phone if I need to, or and just like eating better instead of. Oh my gosh, I was like obsessed with Jack in the Box for a while. <laughs> it's yeah. so bad. Yeah. And like All McDonald's, that app, I was like, well, because it's open late at night, yeah. you know? Yeah. 
and like yeah. I had my gear in my car I was playing a lot of shows and I was just like I just go through the drive-thru and get that munchie <laughs> meal and I have food for that morning yeah. and everyone's like you're so gross like so eat that and I'm like well I, I also had a green juice later in the day so <laughs> yeah. like, like balance it out yeah and I was like but then you're it's not good like I don't know how I did that for so long I'm just like you just like chug some AG1 yeah. you know and yeah, then yeah. also you eat jack and you, just, you get all the nutrients oh my god so gross <laughs> Those breakfast jacks kept yeah, us alive yeah, right. for a couple of years. Oh, <laughs> what, like the tacos? What? He yeah. loves those tacos. Is <laughs> what it? What munchie box do you get? Oh, dude. Okay, so the it's munchie like, box is great because not only do you get like some kind of crazy burger thing, like it could okay. be like a, it could have chicken with a, you know, cheese and curly yeah, fries yeah. in the burger, but then you also get two tacos. Okay, yeah. and you get. Not a sponsored combo by. of yeah, fries. Not sponsored by Jack in the Box. Not sponsored, but Jack in the Box. If you want to do a box, because yeah. I saw that Snoop Dogg had one. Uh-huh. I'll do one with you. Polar Tropical Box. Polar yeah. Box. The Polar Box. It'll have a little box. health in it. Just there kidding. you go. I don't know. Um, but you get curly fries and regular fries. Sweet. And a drink. And a drink. Damn. And that was like $6. Like, how do you That's beat crazy. that? I'm like, do I want a burrito or do I want all of that yeah. i'm like <laughs> do i want like the this economy that's funny i don't know i think they upped it to eight dollars since it's been a while cool. inflation you don't have to have the munchies to get the box you know uh, <laughs> i saw you uh, you dropped your album in 2020 can you share the title of that yeah it's called dreams come true yeah dreams come true uh great piece of work by the way thank you so much when did you start releasing music uh as Polar Tropica, and then, so that album came out in 2020. When did you start dropping music prior to that? It's all a little hazy because I didn't really have like a structure for, I feel like I was like building up to the album. It took a long time. Yeah. And um, I'm not sure, maybe just like a couple years before mm, I was releasing singles. And then, because um, it was a lot of, I just was trying to like work all these jobs at the yeah. same time and make these singles and yeah. then like there were some record labels that were interested I ended up going with the indie label mm -hmm. Lollipop because they weren't trying to take all the rights away yeah. but yeah it's hard as an indie musician with no like support you I, know and so I, that's why I had to be spaced out so much and then um I just happened to release it on like right when it was like six months before the release I scheduled it for March 20th 2020 and that's Whoa. that's literally when everything Whoa. shut down uh, yeah, like March 14th. to the day like, to the day and it was rainy and i was like <laughs> i was like why is this happening at all i was like we we're gonna have a big show we're gonna have a big party like all this stuff march 14th yeah i don't know if it was march 14th or march, march 20th march 14th was like legendary. Really my party, day, my party. i had well, a wedding like, everything was shutting down yeah and everyone was like did you still canceled. do it i did yeah, we I had did. a murder mystery it was, and it was a murder <laughs> mystery in like this mansion that was next to the oh uh, american horror story one but i remember that day because it was super rainy yeah, yeah. March it was, it was, it was yeah, that yeah. day yeah, it was march just like pouring and people were like oh they're either canceling or they're like telling me an hour before like oh you can't come because of the rain and whatnot and then i can only imagine i'm like me throwing like a party, sure. <laughs> I have a lot of stress, but you having an, an album, album release, oh, an album yeah. release with party, party, but like the bootleg theater, they're like, I was like, I think LA Weekly was like, we're like, we thought this was gonna be the last hurrah before the Ar Armageddon, like <laughs> yeah. it was a whole festival, and yeah. I was like, and and they were going back and forth, you know, yeah, they're like, yeah, yeah. Do we have to like, yeah. and then I think when the kids, oh, they they stopped the, the schools because it was an all ages show, 
Uh, you remember, like, when they called, they, they said, all? like, the kids, they, they said no, the kids no can't can go, go to school yeah. anymore. Yeah. Oh, yeah. When oh, they did yeah, that. Yeah. yeah, when they did that, I think that's when the, the, the venue was like, I think we should probably yeah. not do the show. Yeah. And I was yeah. like, I, I know. Yeah. I, I agree. I don't want to be, like, ground zero for, like, yeah. the, everyone getting sick yeah. with my show. Like, yeah. okay, right? Yeah. 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 It's, it's like, uh, her new name is Corona Tropica. Yeah. It was Tropica. Like, like, you know, things, like, make, like, no one even knows. Make headlines. So super spreader event. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Right. Like, but the album's pretty good. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, I don't know. That's... People died. Yeah. <laughs> was, it, it, it reminds me of like Metalocalypse. Like, yeah, it was it was great. You know, I survived. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You because know, I, I was listening yeah, to rough. the project and uh, yeah, it sounded really great. And so, and the fact that it was released in 2020, I was like, that's pretty impressive that you had already developed your sound to that extent for it to have been mixed and mastered and for it to have been. Uh, pretty much for it to sound that good is really good. Oh, um, so, uh, my follow-up question to that is, what was that process like creating the album? And um, what were, I guess, some of the challenges behind, like... Because yeah. you made, like, a body of work. Like, that was, you know, it's not... It wasn't just, like, yeah. three or four Lucy tracks. Like, it's, like, a full project. And that was your last album, right? Yeah, yeah that was the last full okay, length okay. that I did. Yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. It was so fun. I was working at Pine and Crane at the time. It was so funny. Oh. And then my engineer in Silver Lake, I was among other jobs. Also, I worked at Jintai Fung. But my engineer <laughs> lived like up the hill in um, Silver Lake and okay. and he, a Maltzman or something. And I remember, no one knew who I was, you know, but he was so oh. great to be like, I, I believe in you. Your Aww. shit's good. Like, well, let's do it, you know? Nice. And I would just go there after work and we were working on like Crystal Rock, like the early singles. It's like one by one. And then he moved to Tulsa, CM Rodriguez. He moved to Tulsa, Oklahoma, Oklahoma just so he could get his own studio and have some peace. Oh. Cause you know, LA's intense, but, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. so like then I, f- I, I was like, I never thought in my life I would go to Tulsa, Oklahoma. Yeah. No offense to Tulsa, I just, I just never That's crossed random. my mind. And um, yeah, I spent like two trips there, finishing the record, like the rest nice. of the songs, maybe like six tracks. And I remember being at the airport and then being like, okay, we did like one song every five months or something. Yeah. And I was like, we literally did six tracks in one week. Yeah. Wow. Um, which is like the two of us. And so mm-hmm. me and the recording engineer, um, producer, and yeah, it was such a good experience. And then, you know, the challenge is always just like kind of how to release it, like yeah. how many videos, who you're going to release it with, if someone's going to do it for you. And, um, but you know, I think of them as like, good challenges yeah. it's just part of the thing you yeah. get to be creative with that too like how am i gonna release it mm-hmm. <laughs> how do you think that the location being in a different setting added a different type of feel to your recording process like going somewhere else do you think it helped kind of like maybe tap into something else like could it have been different the feeling recording it you know here yeah. out there honestly tulsa was such a magical experience i never realize how much I would enjoy it there it's beautiful and it's such a like a private quiet place but there's like also music and you know things going on but like the fact that we had that time to just like focus and there's like trees in the backyard he has a cool dog that was like our assistant like <laughs> it was just such I like look back on that with so much like appreciation and joy that I had that time away, you know? Because here in LA, it's harder. Yeah. yeah. It's hard here. Well, I just describe the, like, hardships of LA in comparison. I mean, there's always so much going on. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of, like, responsibility or just a feeling of, like, oh, you know, 
I am here. I'm lucky to be here. I should be taking this opportunity or meeting with this person, you know, about yeah, yeah. this other opportunity or like, yeah. am I doing enough? There's just always this lot yeah. of distractions, a lot of pressure. Yeah, yeah. I, oh, I have to go to the court to pay my parking ticket. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of course. Oh, now I have to go to this and you yeah. jury duty. Um, like, or my friends, you know, leaving town. I hang out. My friends yeah, having a big yeah. release show. Yeah, I got to support yeah, them. Like, yeah. the so LA, there's just like a lot, which is, a blessing because it's so yeah. nice to be so inspired all the time and be surrounded by amazing people but it's also like it's like a lot to do yeah. plus trying to do something else yeah it's kind of like a double-edged sword where there's like there's everything to do but then because there's everything to do you kind of get distracted from what your task is mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know exactly. so it's like really kind of um explained it perfectly yeah huh? You explained it perfectly. Uh, yeah. Because, yeah. I mean, I, that, that happens to all of us, I think, sometimes. It's like, sure. hey, what, what was that project you were working on? Oh, never mind. Yeah. You know, you just get kind of, like, steered off. But in a place like Tulsa, or where you go, you know, and you're there for, like, a week. Like, you wake up and you grind. Kind of like how J. Cole does with his team for Dreamville. They put some all in, like, a big, um, like, uh, house. And you know, you have GID, you have Boss, you have everyone, and they're just like, we got one week to make like Revenge of the Dreamers 3. Oh, yeah. There's a reason the, for that. Yeah. yeah. The it's OVO like sweatshop. Distractions. <laughs> yeah. Cause it's so easy to be distracted. Give me your phones, give me your phones. Everyone's just like sit and like take a little meditation, yeah. smoke yeah. a little joint. Yeah. 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 Chill out. Yeah, yeah sure. Uh, or um, what are some like techniques that you do to like kind of like relax and to like take yourself out of like, you know, the hustle and bustle that is Los Angeles. For sure, I love to meditate. I love doing yoga, some basic LA stuff. No, that's good, uh, it's important. I sometimes like to hike, I don't know, I have kind of allergies and the air quality is not the best, so oh. it's not my favorite, unless I can get out to like more Pasadena area yeah, to yeah, be yeah. hiking outside, yeah. but I love watching movies because in the theater, because I feel like when you're watching a movie in the theater, you can't think mm -hmm. about anything else. Yep. In your face, in your ears, like you're, there. you're sitting in a comfy chair, you're eating snacks, like you're just you're just there. Yeah, I didn't think about it that in that way. It's so so. Because I've been having a hard time going to the really? <laughs> going to the movies. I feel like it's such like a a time commitment. Like it could be up to three hours, you know. And oh. I'm just like I don't feel like I have the time to like, because like I, I'll when I'm at home. Yeah. You know, I could be watching something, but I'm also could be like but working on something, which is bad. But yeah, I, I, I have that problem, too, because mm -hmm. I'm always on my phone. And next thing you know, it's like three episodes of Singles Inferno gone. Right? <laughs> and, and Adrian's pissed at me and whatnot. But like, I think what it has to be is like you got to like put your like in the theater. Mm -hmm. You can't look at your exactly. phone or else you're that person. Yeah, you know, that's good. And it kind of isolates you and it kind of it's 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 more enveloping yeah. experience, yeah, you know? I love it. And then yeah. you come out, you're like, I'm still alive. My yeah. phone didn't <laughs> yeah, explode. I'm yeah. 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 Messages. Yeah. Like I'm here. Yeah. <laughs> that's crazy. Good yeah. escape. I like going to the theater. Like, do you go with people or do you go alone? Um, I have some friends that are like huge movie fans. They're always going. So I feel so lucky because they're always like, gotta come watch this like i just saw poor things oh how was oh, it oh one episode how was Dude, it you oh. have to oh i think it's out of the theaters at the alamo but it was um, such a delight just stuff like that is so inspiring that and i wouldn't say for music but just for life in yeah, general yeah. you know just like what every how you see things and what's what's possible yeah. in like cinematic or in your imagination and i love and it's so weird i freaking loved it yeah i still think like for like cinema, like we kind of like in the in the pandemic, like quarantine, we kind of like cheapened it 
like oh everything goes to streaming but yeah. like i still think it's the highest form of art because it's mm -hmm. visual it's like uh auditorial you know mm -hmm. like the music Immersive. and it's like also um what is it just like the editing everything like it all comes together in the highest forms so you have orchestras you have people who design costumes makeup mm -hmm. performance mm -hmm. theater all that put into this one package and then you're like I'll just stream it. Yeah, yeah. You know? <laughs> like you're like oh, that you get to watch it in like three hours, and people spent like a million, five years, <laughs> years yeah. producing it. It's like uh, one of one of uh, one of our friends. Uh, what is it? Oh, is, is it Jeremy Chen? Jeremy, he like like he is a director, right? And as I'm brushing shoulders with these people and kind of like realizing more of the entertainment industry, I'm like, it takes so much money just to make like a short six minute like yeah. film. Yeah. You know, and then that's crazy. Yeah. Millions and millions of dollars to make these, and we're just like, we didn't like Pause. this. I gotta go to the bathroom. <laughs> Pause. I need to refill my drink. I didn't catch that. I don't. It doesn't matter, oh, right? Yes. You know. Damn. Would you? That's sorry. No, 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 no. Go ahead. That's I would say. Would you say um, that film is like a a strong influence in your, I guess, visual art direction, or what kind of drives that particular aspect of like you know? the polar experience yeah for sure film's a huge influence for me i love scenes i love colors and like you know even like anime and like yeah. just the composition and the way things move it's so inspiring it's everything mm. i almost want to say like what wanting to like see a vision come to life yeah. in video with a song is almost as strong as like my writing wanting to write a song mm. i can see it so vividly you know yeah. do you have like uh, close collaborators that you work with often to kind of get that out or yeah. like do you have a team or people that you would like to like i guess share who they are or what they sure. do i you know i don't have like a set team but i do have a few like directors that i just absolutely love working with mm -hmm. um yoko okamura is mm -hmm. a director with a neon green hair mm -hmm. and she did my very first music video for Light of the Sky, but mm. she also has directed um, Unseen, it's her first feature film, wow. and y'all have to like stream that. It's hey. so good. It's not in theater, so you have to stream it, yeah. but um, but our um, Give Them Hell song is in that one, mm. and she's done a few videos for us. Um, Vanessa Marzaroli did our video for What's Your Fantasy, and that one was like received really well. Like it got in a lot of film festivals, so I'm Fire. really proud of that because it was a total collaboration yeah. of like what the song was and what her vision was. And um, yeah, I think those, you know, so so many people. Sia Rodriguez is just such a great engineer, and um, I'm the latest songwriter die. Mm -hmm. um, I did it with my friend Jules, who goes by Edgar Everyone. Yeah. And that was also really fun. He he he's worked with like. Uh, I wanted like a French pop sound and yeah. really like made that. That's great. Yeah, happen. He's got the look too. Yeah, yeah the I French pop we're look. We're uh -huh. yeah, I yeah, see yeah, and I watch the video. French. Yeah, yeah, that's perfect. That's yeah. great. Nice. That's pretty cool. Uh, so when I know that the, that single came out fairly recently, didn't it? Yeah, they came out like last year. That's our latest single. Mm. And um, yeah, we're still trying to make the video for it. It's mm. such a, it would be such a dream. I know it's gonna happen, just the right situation. But there's a whole like story behind it, how we wrote it, and so um, yeah, I'm so excited for the video. <laughs> are Are you currently uh, working on like any album or project right now, or is it mainly 
just focusing on um, pushing your most recent singles and what you've created? Uh, you know, I am. I'm always writing music. I started writing some Christmas music this uh-huh. year, ready for next year. Yeah. <laughs> and um, watch out, Mariah. Watch <laughs> out. I know I've come for that <laughs> for that yearly like yeah. check of like everyone's just playing everywhere. Um, but I, yeah, I like have a renewed love for Christmas music and Christmas because of Yoko. Actually, <laughs> Yoko, and I was like, I should, I should try a Christmas song. Um, or a whole album let's make a whole album yeah I'm constantly writing music I'm trying to make this uh, music video happen and actually lately I've started um, an account on Only Dreams because I'm trying to check out different uh, platforms Mm -hmm. where artists can release work through like a paywall or something that's a safe exchange of if people want to buy content or see more behind the scenes like both sides are protected of like the artist gets the money and it's traditionally used for you know like spicy content and like I feel like some of our stuff toes the light and we we get like we get in trouble sometimes on you know on um the gram or what have you Instagram and stuff like that and like it just frustrates me so much that there's all these creators putting all this money and work into making this beautiful content Mm -hmm. and not only is it like getting banned or shadow banned but it's like they're trying to make money off of people so they're not even showing it to anyone yep so it's like for me, I'm like, what's the point? Like, I'd rather, and they have a good tipping system that's better than Patreon. So I just experiment oh, with it. No, it's actually been really fun. That's good. Yeah, yeah. I've never heard of it. That's why it's it's pretty well, interesting because the one of the biggest ones is like yeah, Patreon. Like a lot of artists. I call it only dreams, but it's actually only fans. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I call it only dreams because that's like, awesome. Even only like people. My friend told me today she's a healer. She's ever getting she heals healer? people with Reiki. And oh, she, nice. Like, she's on her last warning to get banned on really? Instagram. That's crazy. Because she was trying to publicize her OnlyFans because on there she can like show more of her body work and stuff like that. Oh. And it's not even like it's not you know it's yeah, literally yeah. healing. Yeah. yeah like body stuff and so so i was like that's so wacky like we're like making content bringing people onto this platform making the platform money like meta like like i'm over it i'm like why would i of course i'll post for my fans but they don't even get to see it they're like you did a thing i'm like i don't know i like (laughs) i i posted like eight times but like i'm sorry i don't know what else to do Um, that's frustrating yeah and good well i feel like that's what like the web 3 was supposed to do you know, like all the NFTs and kind of like dApps and stuff is provide um, artists much more royalties to their own creative like yeah yeah know, videos and stuff. But I'm really enjoying Only Dreams. Oh. I feel like it's like fun because I made a video in Bottega Louis because I love macarons. Okay, oh. <laughs> and like I, it, there's nothing like sexual about it other than oh. that macarons are so delicious, right? <laughs> and like I just did a video of someone following me through through Bottega Louis and then I showed what food I was eating and I posted it on there and someone tipped me like five dollars that's cool and I was like that's five more dollars than I would get on YouTube yeah. and all these other channels that's, that's three hundred thousand streams exactly <laughs> that's like, yeah. that's and like I put my song on it I put my song on it I was like I, I could buy myself a macaron with that yeah. so I'm all about it okay so if you guys like yeah. check it out like you commit macarons you like get tipped and then you buy more macarons yeah. and just get, it's, it's like that's the model yeah. right it's crazy I'm just here for food you kind of are put in that position as an yeah. artist because of the platforms yeah. you just can't really monetize well yeah. through them so that's cool good for you for like 
Yeah. Exploring those different routes and like get that money, girl. You deserve yeah. it. You're yeah, putting in a lot I of effort. Help. I want to help other artists too because I heard oh. some people are doing like their comedy specials on mm. there and like oh. I've um, I also started a podcast and I'm putting the podcast exclusively on there. But if you're not Ooh. like 21 up, I think I'm gonna put it also on Patreon. But then mm-hmm. I'm gonna put it up there for like two weeks and then maybe I'll like see. wide release it. But what's the point of me putting it on YouTube? Like. Yeah. Yeah. How many people are actually going to see it or mm. watch it? And are we ever going to get you know anything back to like mm. put back towards the equipment and stuff? Yeah. You know, and yeah. so, yeah. so I was like, I'm just going to put all the cool shit I'm making on there, and like reward you know just people that are down to throw down yeah. four bucks a month to mm-hmm. like look at the stuff and then um, just see how it goes. And then if it works, I want to tell my friends and yeah. I want people to do it so nice. they can live a good life. Yeah. And, uh, like strug and mm-hmm. build a closer relationship with yeah. like yeah. your audience and your fans. It's like yeah. a more direct connection. Really so then they know too that like they can actually just really support you <laughs> in, in yeah. a very direct way. That's pretty cool. This is crazy because it's like it's like OnlyFans now say they're like it's going to just evolve into like you the know, biggest actual, actual fan. They're, yeah. they're, the biggest competing, yeah. they're competing with YouTube right now. I feel like they're making oh. a lot of these videos that are like kind of YouTube-esque like fully clothed oh. and so I think they're trying to take some of that yes. over. And so um, I think it's the next frontier. Well, I'll let you know. I'll let you know how it goes. But if, um, yeah, you guys have any questions, like I'm experimenting. I'm just trying to see what I can do Build. with it. Yeah. Yes. Have you seen, this is going to be a little sidebar. On YouTube, have you seen the Nair video? Do you know what, what I'm talking no, about? What the Nair it? video. What? It'll make it so much more frustrating Nair? for you to hear about this like as the an artist. Hair removal. Yeah, what? there's a video oh, of no. this guy on YouTube. I, I'm only gonna talk about this briefly <laughs> because it's, it's just unbelievable. So, so like time. you're you're talking about your posts are getting flagged or mm-hmm. shadow banned or. Uh, there's a video of this guy on YouTube, okay. and he's got a tutorial on how to use Nair, uh-huh. pretty much on your. Uh, oh. Bot, you know, yeah. bottom in uh, <laughs> parts of your body. But the thing is, is he literally <laughs> it's like a person. He, <laughs> he shows what himself. No, but he like shows all. He shows Him? everything, uh, and it's oh, on YouTube. Wow. Like, I mean, it's not age gated. It's not age gated. Oh it has like almost <laughs> nine million views. <laughs> And what? he literally like what has he? multiple shots where he's just like <laughs> <laughs> he's literally showing you everything. He's trying to like, but you know, so I, I just think it's so it's unreasonable like, that yeah. like oh. you can be fully clothed and trying to what? just promote your art. And meanwhile, yeah. and it's but getting, like, it's because it's educational, so that's why he's got a loophole. Uh, but he's got wow. tons of videos that are yeah. It's just a finesse. So, <laughs> you know, it's just the the. The systems that people have to Odd. kind of play games and maneuver around. Oh. It. It's just not really set up to yeah. help the artists. Um, outside of Only Dreams, how are other ways that you're, I guess, trying to maneuver around within like this social media, you know, landscape mm. where it's kind of like something you can't really avoid right. if you want like to promote. Just making content for free, but making sure it doesn't like take over your life when it's yeah. really yes. for free. Because somebody yeah, on um, Instagram. Oh, went viral. Oh, or can you hear it? Okay, someone, yeah, a friend of mine reached out on Instagram. I think they went viral for some food video, and they're like, they're like, I got over a million, and they gave me like seven dollars and thirty cents. I was like, that's absurd, horrendous, horrendous. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, I'm going going back to yeah, I'm gonna get a jack in the box. But you know, other than that, I'm just trying to make as like much cool content as I can. I feel really inspired actually with only dreams because I feel like now a lot of my friends who are like into 
healing or latex or like baths. Like, like I'm going to shoot a video about like um, instructional about how to make like a beautiful bath with like flowers and healing salts and like, like, you know, it's going to like live on YouTube too, but like, I'm going to make it for my only dreams. I'm going to make like smoothies and food. It's just like kind of lifestyle because I feel like, I don't know. I do play music, but life is so much more to it. And, um, I just have so much fun making stuff with my friends. Like I love just creating stuff. I don't know if that makes yeah. sense. I love creating like yeah, new shirts. Oh, look at us. Yeah, case, <laughs> yeah. case in point. Like this is so fun. Yeah. But I, I'm we're trying to. I have a shirt that for um, Ride or Die that we're trying to sell to um, make the music video that a friend of mine designed, and it's really cute. And so you know, I have stuff like that too that I'll like send you the link and stuff like so in order. But for yeah. your album artwork, I'm taking it to another place. For your album artwork. Uh, who do you work with to get your covers and artwork made? It's really good. Oh, I even saw one. Uh, it was for a song that was released last year, and it was like uh, an animated cover. And it's like, have you animated? It's like this, like, I can't even describe the style. But you know, yeah. you probably know exactly yeah, yeah, what I'm yeah, talking about. Yeah, for like Give Them Hell or something. Exactly. Totally. I, um, I meet artists online on Instagram, and hey. like, I'm like, oh, I really... Love it. Can I commission you to make a cover Dope. for this song? This is a theme, and then can we do it? You know. And so I've been so blessed. I mean, I also love just going on there and discovering mm. art and things that look good and make me happy. Yeah. That's so dope. that's how I do it. Yeah. It's, hey. it's such a great experience. Very cool. Yeah. So, so when you cool. like get into something, you like get you go all in. I go all in. That's I'm kind of the same. It's like kind of scary because yeah. I'm like, oh, how far am I going to go? <laughs> <laughs> be careful. You're like Charlie Day. You're like, oh. <laughs> yeah. And like, I, I think people know, but yeah, artists, sometimes you can't help it. That's like what makes the art so good. Yeah. And like, you know, same with like when I was doing What's Your Fantasy, like I was um, the person I was dating at the time, an artist and super into like just the visuals of like that scene. And, and I was like, I was like, wow, I'm just fascinated by like seduct, like, you know, how someone can be seduced in a space so fast, but you can experience all these things that you fantasize, but it's a safe space where you can have things happen that you dream, you know, you generally thought wasn't possible. And I think that's so freaking cool. But then I started working as a dominatrix and I was like going deep into that world being like, I'm going <laughs> to write a song that feels like you're going to a dungeon, but it's also like a spa and it's like a service aspect, but it's like, wholesome but hot you know so I got really into it and like I'm not really doing as much in that world oh. right now but like that's what I mean like yeah it's kind of it's so funny I get or the, I was like oh fitness I was like I'm gonna box every day yeah. and like, I got really swole <laughs> I got a friend our friend Dustin got into boxing and he's mm. like really into it shout it's out Dustin thing. yeah yeah so if you ever need a gym, we'll connect you guys. He's always like, who wants to go? Well, he's just always going. Yeah. I'm down. Let's yeah. go. Connect you guys. Do you spar? I was like working up to it because oh, I think huh. you have to. I had a really good trainer. Um, yeah. yeah, Kai, he's like, they just want to make sure you're really like um, ready for that because it can be dangerous. Mm, so yeah. I think we were kind of working towards that. I did do like just practice like blocks and stuff with um, with a friend and I have like footage. <laughs> it's nice. It's so fun. It's addicting. Yeah. For sure, yeah. Such a rush. Do you ever get overwhelmed by all your interests? Because it's like you go all the way in, and then you're just uh, like so into like this, and then next thing you're all so into that, and then you're like, how do I? And yeah. then you like want to do you know something for your 
like create something and yeah i i do and that's like always the the struggle and the balance i'm like i'm like wow have i gone too far do i <laughs> what do i do now who am i <laughs> why, why am i waking up every morning what? at seven what? boxing and i'm like i'm like sleeping two hours at night <laughs> you like wake up as a like i can't person. stop i yeah. must train yeah, um that's club. cool yeah I, I think I'm really lucky to have good friends oh. around me, people that care and yeah. like are really also invested in the success of um, Polar Jamica yeah. <laughs> that kind of keep me in check, but also like, I don't know, like certain times like give me a place to, st- if it's too late at night and I can't drive home, you know, mm-hmm. place to stay yeah. or just like so caring and nice. just like helping. I'm so grateful. Yeah. <laughs> so beautiful. Lucky. Um, we're kind of getting towards the tail end of the pod. Well, uh, did you guys have any like gross. remaining? I have one final wrap up question that I'd like to ask you, but did you guys have any uh, um, remaining? Yeah, I think I saw like a quick clip of you um, talking about your podcast and you're talking about share more. Uh, oh, yeah. Just I think the first episode might be about um, uh, like self growth or self improvement. Uh, yeah, like personal transformation. Yeah, yeah, and I love that. And I was like, Dana, I, I know that is like a big thing to talk about, but I was really curious. I was like, oh, she's like on her own journey. She's figuring things out too. And just from that little clip, I was just really curious. I was like, of course, if you don't mind, you know, doing a little teaser, talking about that a little bit. I wanted to make a podcast because I see so many of the friends that I came kind of like, we all came up together. We all started in the industry in different fields, like directing, but now they're like, living this life or doing the things that they said they wanted to do and I'm watching them do it and I'm like oh my gosh like you're doing it and they're like you're doing it too yeah. and, and so <laughs> you're like yeah it's not what I thought but I am but um I just wanted to do a podcast that was like kind of talking about the steps of how people got there mm-hmm. and what what they did and what they would tell their former selves because I think it's just helpful for other creatives to know and but it's also just cool to like learn about the person and because I just feel like, yeah, everyone, all of y'all are so interesting too. All my friends are so cool. And um, and it's also like this podcast, it's a more meaningful way to connect and express versus just like one song or mm-hmm. one thing and to like really like delve in and learn about a person. And I know I've learned so much from podcasts, mm-hmm. Same. you know, Same. so, yeah. so much. And they're so valuable. So I was like, um, yeah, I, I have a director friend who suggested it and we're like, let's let's give it a shot and just awesome. do it. That's dope. Can't wait to check it out. Oh, yeah. And what's the name of it? Um Live Your Dream Life. Nice. <laughs> oh, yeah. When can the people be expecting us to start dropping around mid January? Th- yeah, the first one's mid January. Oh, beautiful. Then, yeah, we'll have more. Exciting. Very Sweet. exciting. Um is there anything that you would like to like plug or share? with the audience? Um, I feel like it's gonna be too late, but I have a show on the 11th locally at Mama Lion, mm, and oh. um, that's probably gonna be the last show for a while because I wanna concentrate on the new music, but, um, and just like grow, yeah, just making cool content with friends more than live shows, but who knows, maybe I'll do more. Amazing. And also, yeah, just check out the t-shirt if you wanna support us for um, the music video. That would mean everything because I really wanna make this video happen so you can see the magical world. Awesome. Ride or die. And where can they find you on the gram? Polar Tropica. At Polar Tropica, <laughs> you heard it here first. Um, my last question for you would be, um, what advice would you have to give for 
someone else or another person who is interested in pursuing a non-traditional either career path or passion? Definitely. I think just try your best to find creative solutions and rest and not get so I think artists are naturally very emotional and I've had to work really hard to not let my emotions dictate my decisions of like what oh I'm really you know upset at this like decision from this label or whatever what am I going to do just find a way to move as gracefully as you can because you have to keep your eye on the long game it's not about you know these like little things I mean it's you have to stick up for yourself and you have to really have good boundaries but um just not let the emotions rule you and you'll you'll come out with like the best outcome beautiful damn yeah. Amen. oh my god <laughs> polar tropica this thank has been so such a wonderful time getting to know you thank, thank you so much time. for joining us it's been the dipped podcast we'll catch y'all <laughs> on the next episode and we out of here baby it's 2024 we are 2024 we are out let's go <laughs> all right we're out Aw, oh, thank you guys so much. That was awesome. Yeah. That's so fun. You did it.